0: Support for this podcast is made possible in part by Chamber Music Charleston, celebrating the return of live music gatherings and their fifteenth anniversary, with their season opener featuring violinist Rachel Barton Pine and more. September twenty eighth at the Sotilli Theatre. For tickets, chambermusiccharleston.org. Support also comes from Brook Green Gardens, presenting the National Sculpture Society's 88th Annual Awards Exhibition, June 12th through August 22nd, and Summer Light, Art by Night, Wednesdays through Saturdays until August 22nd. More at brookgreen.org. Productions of chamber music from Spoleto Festival USA are made possible by Bank of America the ETV Endowment of South Carolina, and the John Covington and Robert Lukey Fund for the Performing Arts. Hello and welcome back to Backstage. Spoleto Backstage, that is, your podcast companion to Spoleto Festival USA, with a special focus this year on that longtime festival favorite, the Chamber Music Series. Hi, I'm Bradley Fuller, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you an array of phenomenal performances and insightful artist perspectives once again now that the 2021 festival is underway here in Charleston, South Carolina. With last year behind us, and the pandemic winding down in the United States at least, those amazing Spoleto Festival performances are once again, live and in person. Certainly, I felt the excitement down here in Charleston the past couple of days, and I'm not the only one. On this first podcast of the 2020 run, we'll be hearing from Jeff Nuttall, first violinist of the St. Lawrence String Quartet and artistic director of the Spoleto Festival Chamber Music Series. Fearless leader, if you prefer. Jeff will share a bit about this year's Chamber Music Series, including the piece he selected to start it all off, a quartet by his favorite composer, Joseph Haydn. First though, a note on the scope of this podcast. For this year, again, it's focused on the Spoleto Festival Chamber Music Series, which is an amazing, wide-ranging, jaw-dropping lineup of performances. Over 30 in total in the span of just over two weeks. A festival event which consistently wows crowds, and critics. Now, there are many other fantastic festival events outside the Chamber Series, though, which include a range of other music genres, as well as other performing arts disciplines altogether, like drama and dance. The fact that they aren't covered in this year's Spoleto Backstage should in no way be taken to mean that they don't merit attention. Far from it. Secondly, a hallmark of the Chamber Music Series under Jeff Nuttall's direction, as well as that of Charles Wadsworth, his predecessor, is variety on each and every program, works from centuries past alongside brand new world premieres, smaller ensembles, maybe even soloists, and larger chamber groups, strings and winds and keyboardists and vocalists all in the same program. However, to give a little focus for this year's podcast presentation of all that variety, a series of 11 more topical episodes are coming your way, each focusing on something such as the music of this year's composer-in-residence, Jessica Meyer, or the passionate Romantic-era piano works in this year's series, or compositions by figures who were part of what is sometimes called the First Viennese School, or Wiener Klassik, to be Austrian about it. And listener, that is where we start today with First Viennese School great Joseph Haydn, who lived from 1732 to 1809. He's sometimes called the father of the symphony and the father of the string quartet, not only for writing dozens upon dozens of works in both categories, but for really giving shape to them, for being a real genre definer. After Haydn, there were certain expectations about the shape and form that were attached to symphonies and string quartets, not just a group of instrumentalists playing together anymore. But the thing about Haydn, even though he was so influential in the development of these two major forms in the wide world of classical music, he still had fun with them. Sure, he helped to set standards for symphonies and quartets in the veritable musical laboratory he had in the remote setting of the Esterhazy Palace, where he was court composer and had an orchestra under him, but in addition to that, he broke the rules he set in clever ways. He wrote some serious music, seriously well-crafted, but also let his wit shine through. As promised, here's someone who really loves the music of Haydn. Jeff Nuttall, Artistic Director of the Spoleto Festival USA Chamber Music Series and First Violin of the St. Lawrence String Quartet. It was a string quartet by Haydn that welcomed audience members back inside to the Dock Street Theater for the first time in 15 months. That was at the start of the 2021 Chamber Music Series. More on that in a bit, but first, Jeff on his excitement to be back at Spoleto Festival in person.
1: I gotta say, live music is—it's—it's it's reinvigorated my passion for the act of playing concerts this whole year and a half, and I'm—I couldn't be more excited. And all the the whole crew, everybody to a person, is psyched to be back and to have. And I think the audiences are as well. I mean, to have this sort of interaction. There's no interaction on Zoom, you know. It's like, yeah, it's impossible to have any feedback, and it's impossible to really feel. We spend so much time working on things that really require. Two things, total silence in a space that has some like life to it. And then you add to that the magic mix of people sitting quietly listening and it's a different kind of silence. So it's anyway, the whole point is that I love radio, but it's a live experience and you're capturing that the that the energy of the live concert is something that can never be duplicated. I've I've been flipping over the, the uh, lineup, you know, all the all the pieces you have programmed for this
0: year and really some wonderfully wide ranging stuff there uh i mean just the,
1: the usual you know well lore. i hope that, that i i mean you probably wouldn't say it if you didn't think i mean you wouldn't say hey, it looks sort of boring this year doesn't it jeff no but you know it's it's like always it's eclectic but i, I am proud that we have six world premieres in various guises which is pretty epic including a new one by osvaldo golohoff two by jessica meyer super exciting and um, so that's great. And then also, it's been a real challenge because early on, especially, they were talking about, well, you can't go over thirty minutes for a concert. I'm like, no, that's no, we can't do that. That's not. So now we're at like forty-five to fifty. Um, so there are going to be shorter concerts. Well, and I, w- I was going to ask about
0: that because I mean, I, I don't do what you do, but doing a radio show every day and I'm you know classical music programming it, I often think about. Uh, it being the musical equivalent of a meet-and-three. Are you familiar with a good southern meet-and-three? So, you know, you have your main, main thing, so maybe that's the big string quartet of the hour, all four movements are the symphony. And then as your sides, you have pieces that are also really tasty, but maybe not quite as long. But when you do have this time limit in place, is it harder to make this sense of balance? Because some of these programs, it's two works, is that it becomes much more of this real balancing act, I guess. It was that stressful
1: for you or really difficult to work well it it is it's harder to get variety becomes more difficult because let's say you're doing the schubert quintet which is 45 minutes long there's not a whole lot of time to do anything else but then just that seems a little naked so i think i think that's gonna be a really cool program because this super short brand new piece solo violin that jessica meyer wrote for livia and then the schubert quintet and this is livia and your wife yeah so that i mean that'll be exciting for a number of levels and it's just I think that'll really work, but it, it was super hard to program big stuff. Beethoven Septet, uh, coleridge taylor Nonnet, uh Tuile, Piano Quintet, they're all well over 30 minutes. And that, you know, as you say, it, it's hard to then keep it under a certain amount of time. So I sort of ignored that in the last program, which is going to be so epic, and it, it'll be too long, but there just <laughs> there's too much great stuff I had to get in.
0: For Jeff, as artistic director, getting all that great stuff into the series isn't just for an epic final program, especially in this time of returning to live performances. A strong
1: start is important, too, a signal that, hey, we're getting back into things again. How can I walk out on stage and, I, and say, we're back? And, I mean, this it's cheesy, but I think the sunrise is an obvious... I mean, it's this—it's this beautiful, evocative, and it, it wasn't Haydn's nickname. This is Haydn's uh, String Quartet, Opus seventy-six, number four. Seventy-six, four, in D so flat major. We gotta. I mean, just to set it up historically, he came. Haydn visited London twice in the 1790s. I mean, he was—you know this, Bradley—but he was a total rock star. a oh. huge figure yeah. made tons of money. He came back to Vienna, and he was set. He didn't have to do anything. He – so basically the last – before 1800 when he just stopped writing. He lived till 1809. But he wrote all the great masses, the late great masses like the Creation, the Seasons, the Nelson Mass, et cetera. And he wrote uh, Opus 76 and he started writing another set of six, Opus 77, which he never finished. But the set of Opus 76 quartets are sort of the pinnacle of his life. And he didn't have to write them. They weren't commissions. He just thought, I want to write some more quartets. And so they really sum up his musical life. Uh, there's the emperor. the uh, Quentin is incredibly dark and brooding. Uh, and the sunrise, uh, 76-4. Uh, the nickname comes from this incredible opening, which is so evocative. And it is a great descriptive title. Um, but it's also Haydn just effortlessly working on all cylinders. It's a great journey. The slow movement is so beautifully felt. And this sort of beer hall minuet, which I love. And the hurdy-gurdy like bagpipes in the trio. And then this, this sort of really charming, at least at the beginning, rondo finale, that gradually ramps up speed. And there's this moment of, it's so incredibly, his virtuosity in terms of writing for the quartet is just unparalleled and nobody came close. So, coda is just this tour de force of ping pong match and gathering excitement. And, and um, so it's, a, I mean, you have to play Haydn and Sunrise is an obvious choice. The obviousness of that choice has a lot to do with how the string quartet begins. That's beautiful because you, you look at the score and he writes Allegro con spirito, and you think, but if you're listening, spirit, it's just yeah. this—it's totally dreamy without really any rhythm. And then, of course, you're shocked into the party begins. Yeah, that's <laughs> like the, the once sun the sun's finally up, it's like bam, light hits everything. You're into and, it, and there's so there's so many fun, quirky moments in that. And,
0: and I, I think Haydn—I I don't need to tell you this. I mean, after all, you were on. Uh, the now hear this with Scott you talking all about oh hiding.
1: yeah that was fun yeah. yeah.
0: And there's this balance he
1: has of, of being so elegant but at the same time letting letting the hair down and just having a good oh, time. He's the best. I mean, it's I, we, I don't even know where to start or stop for that matter. He's so far the best. I mean, it's also, he never rambles. This is a 21-minute quartet if you don't do the repeats. And it goes, the journey, the emotional journey, the textual journey, the orchestral, I mean, it's incredible variety within a short period of time. Beethoven could have learned a lot from that. I mean, I love Beethoven, but you don't need to spend 15 minutes on that movement you know you could be old t- <laughs> so haydn distills these essences of emotion and gesture into these perfect amounts of time and you never find yourself going oh that went on a bit too long he's just it's incredible uh, on so many levels and the more well i hope this will be the same for anybody listening for us the more we play the more we rehearse Haydn's String Quintets, the better we like them and the more cool stuff we discover. Very rarely do you go, Well, we play that a lot, let's dump it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. It, and it's the only composer even close to that uh, for us that we find every time we come back. Like Sunrise, we've played for 30 years. You know, and very, you know, every we'll come back to it. And every time we come back to it, we go, Well, that's cool. I never noticed that. Amazing. Um, and it's the same for listening. If you listen really actively, you'll discover and find new things about how he is affecting you with his music that. Very few other composers will reward. I, I think that's a mark of real
0: craftsmanship, and it's always been one of my kind of working uh, litmus tests for whether I, I think something is a great work of art. Personally, is like, is it is there the surface appeal, but then can you also go deep with it? Like, is right. it going to bear that repeated engagement? And if so, if it has both that charm that that hooks you from the start, but then you can also years later come
1: back and say, Wow, here's something yep. new. That's it works for all, visual art as well. It works for pop music. You know, you you put on uh, Bob Dylan album and you like it the first time, and then on the third time you're like, you yeah, that's But you put on Blood on the Tracks and the, and the hundredth time it's still the greatest album ever. You know, so that it, great art is rewards that kind of as you say dedication. And you're you're a Haydn fan or super fan, I guess. I'm I the say, ultimate so. fanboy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, he's he's the best. I mean, it's uh, really simple.
0: No need for me to complicate a simple thing there. That was Jeff Nuttall shedding some light on Haydn's Sunrise Quartet and on the composer himself. Shedding some light, Sunrise, see what I did there? Let's hear it now, the work that opened this year's Spoleto Festival USA Chamber Music Series. Jeff Nuttall is first violin, Owen Dalby second violin, Leslie Robertson plays viola, and Christopher Costanza, cello. (laughs)
2: Thank <laughs> you. Thank back.
0: The St. Lawrence String Quartet there, performing Joseph Haydn's string quartet in B-flat major Opus 76 No. 4, nicknamed the Sunrise for the start of its opening movement. It might just suggest to you the dawning of a new day, and then the sunlight really bursting in on the scene. And sunlight is breaking through here in Charleston, Espalado Festival USA is underway once more with in-person performances. More performances I look forward to sharing with you soon plus some perspectives from quite a few fascinating musicians, on the next Spoleto Backstage, available at SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't have to go searching for it like it's Haydn's Lost Double Bass Concerto. If you want it coming right to you, subscribing is the thing to do. Otherwise, you run the risk of missing out on some fun facts, such as the first name Hayden, maybe you know some Haydns out there, is possibly traceable to British parents in the early 1800s who wanted to name their kid in honor of Haydn. Now, there are some additional explanations for how the name Hayden was derived over time, to be fair, but next time you bump into a Hayden, just start humming a bit of a Haydn symphony, and you might be surprised at their reaction. Anyway, thanks so much for joining me for this first episode of the 2021 run of Spoleto Backstage, and I really hope to have you along next time. Productions of chamber music from Spoleto Festival USA are made possible by Bank of America, the ETV Endowment of South Carolina, and the John Covington and Robert Lukey Fund for the Performing Arts.